Welcome to the real locker room talk with the four horsemen. Well, not the four more horsemen. That's not even right. The horsemen is black off lips. At some point, I'm going to get that right. Um, and one lady, of course, who's actually a horseman too. I'm never going to love this guy. Sai, please unmute your microphone. Everyone unmute your microphones. How you doing, man? Yeah, I'm good, man. How's it How's it going? You're looking, looking, you're looking wild, guys. You're looking fresh, man. Yeah, looking all summery. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, it's surprising because I had like three hours sleeping that last night, man. So I'm, I'm on my reserves. Is it is that um, down to the fact that you're working on this side business? Obviously, um, Simon started Red Pill Media, uh, yes. which will probably be a sister company of obviously Black Oblips. And is that keeping you up all night, Giza? Not even just all night, like just before I got here, I've, I've like got seven pages of notes and stuff that I'm trying to collate and get everything together. And <laughs> it's just like mad, the brain won't turn itself off, and I'm tired. So I'm, I'm, I'm sometimes I'm looking at the same problem or I'm looking at the same name two or three times before it registers who it is or what I'm meant to be doing, man. But yeah, I've got to slow it down a little bit now, I think. Jesus Christ, man. Yeah, excited, that's why. <laughs> that's what it is when, when you're running on raw excitement it's really um, it's really difficult to switch yourself off you know I think anybody who's had a project like that will know or any project where you're just putting your heart and soul into it man you know it's, uh, it's hard to switch off you know your brain doesn't choose when to be inspired yeah, yeah. I think, I think um, that's the same thing with this project I, think I feel like I got loads of energy man I'm putting so much hours into the day and I'm like man but I can't wait to get to the point where you know, I've done enough and it yeah. starts kind of ticking over on its own. You kind of feel like it's like cranking the engine and you, you turn the key and it's cranking, it's cranking, it's cranking and at some point you hope it starts. Yeah, yeah. And then it just ticks over and that's where I'm trying to get to at the moment, man. But I feel like, oh man, <laughs> you'll get there before me. We got um, Erica here today. Hi, Erica. With, 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 with guest, of course, baby. Yes. <laughs> oh, you can see the hand. <laughs> it's like, like um, how it's my... Howard's mom on um, Big Bang Theory, and you just hear her voice, you never see her. <laughs> really? Actually, you know, I've never watched Big Bang Theory. What? Yeah, I know, man. I've watched them all. I've watched some of them, though. I do like them. I like Shell. Brilliant, man. Yeah, absolutely brilliant. you got to watch, catch up on that, dude, man. You know, another thing I never watch is House of Cards. I but I'm trying to get through it now. But it's supposed to be excellent. No one else has watched it. That's so good. I'm not missing it. Game of Thrones, anyone? No, <laughs> no not. I've not that. Definitely not subscribed. No, <laughs> I'm still ahead. If I, if I like that, it's like a commitment because by the time I was going to even think about watching it, it was like three or four seasons in or whatever, and I thought this is a commitment in itself. Now I'm not doing it. Myself. So I just on that one. And what was the other one? Breaking Bad. Yeah, Breaking oh, yeah. Bad. I'd still be interested in that one. That would be more. I, I think I want to watch that one, but I haven't watched that one. I did get into Peaky Blinders, and I found that amazing. Is it good? What is that about, man? Peaky, Peaky Blinders. Blinders. In, in Birmingham, it is right? Birmingham. But yeah, gangster times in Birmingham in the early, I think it's when it based in the 30s, 40s, or something like that. But maybe it's really cool, man. Okay, really, really cool. I think that's the only thing that would draw me to actually watch it is because it's from Birmingham. But apart from that, I think I tried to watch Birmingham, it out one episode. And it's, it's, uh, it's, it's basically world renowned now. Like, it's it, at one point, I think it was the second or third highest, um, uh, watched uh, stuff on Netflix. And that's good because now our accents, obviously, 
are in the brummy. Did they actually speak with the accents? Is it like proper yeah, legit or is it? Proper. Yeah, then. Well, I say legit. Some of them not brummy, so I say legit, but yeah, coached. <laughs> you know, they've been coached. Oh, they've been coached to speak like that. Yeah, yeah, of course. All right. <laughs> hey, Nigel, turn your turn your <laughs> turn sideways, head man. <laughs> turn your turn your camera around. Which sideways head is that? <laughs> You know, actually, what would be great? Is, I'm side, am I sideways on your screen? Yeah, oh. you like, like I feel like I'm looking like I gotta look like this. Oh jeez, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, there you go. Oh, because I think yeah, because I did suggest that you make it um, landscape. That would make it a lot better because of obviously the picture when he calls it full screen. He doesn't have these big borders going down the sides. So um, <laughs> I mean, that's what it is. anyway, I'm especially in a good mood today because I got my book finally. Let's see if you can see this. Yeah. When the world is black, yeah. <laughs> the untold history of world's first civilizations. I'm so excited to read this book, really. And when I start reading this, everyone better be ready because I'm going to start spitting just knowledge and facts. Oh, Mac is gone. But but talk to me about a week first, man, because I got it. It's like um, 400. How many pages is it? 480 pages. Yeah. No, actually, that's uh, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna have, I'm gonna have to dial out and dial back in. Yeah, dial back out and dial back in. You're back normal now. Well, you are kind of normal. Yeah, leave it like that. It's okay. Oh, he's I gone. Got <laughs> anyway, um, anything interesting happened today with anybody? Anything interesting? No. Just enjoying the sunshine. Oh, okay. Yeah, actually, it's been really, a, it's been a sweltering day, hasn't it, today? It's like proper hot. I don't know what it's like over there, but we had like 31 degrees or something, and that's... I think we were like 26, 27. Or in Warwickshire, we were anyway. I don't know where Simon was. All around the UK. Oh, he's probably yeah. No, no, I was actually local to Birmingham today. I didn't really leave Birmingham. I don't think at all. Actually, I did. I went to Cannock this morning, but that's about it. You know, just literally doing your locals this morning. Um, I spoke to literally probably not my favourite rapper than one of my favourite rappers today, which was nice. Um, Jaffro, I spoke to him. Um, just to find out what he's been getting up to, and uh, he's he's sat on some amazing music apparently, man, which has got me all excited. Thinking when's his music coming? So I'm, I'm I'm quite happy about that. But yeah, man. Nigel, I'd have to um, I'd have to do it on my computer, man, for me to get landscape. So I'll do it next week. Yeah, right, no problem. Man. How's it going, man, Nigel? What's going on? Well, what a long day. Um, I've done. <laughs> look, you're uh, sweaty there. Look. Man, I've got my fan on. I've had to put, I've had to put this down because there's too much light. Okay. Um, so I've done four lives today. Oh, my God. Um, I did a business owner interview at 11. Yeah. I did a live into a group that I was managing before that. I then hosted a meeting with um, four business owners for a friend who wanted me to do it for her. Um, I've been done an interview just on the site about racism. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, I'll, I'll invite you to the group and you can watch it. Yeah, okay, cool. And, uh, and now, now. Yeah, yeah, so this is the fifth one. I look comfortable in that chair, you know. Yeah, I need, I'm, I'm like, I feel like Nigel's got, man, I'm sat forward, man. I'm thinking, yo, I've got pillars behind me. I am feeling, I'm at my mum's own, man. I'm trying to put this all around, you know. It yeah, looks nice where I am, man. Nigel looks comfortable, you know. That's a sleeping chair. I've, 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 um, I've changed the office around again because um, I was sick of it being opposite the door. Bad for Feng Shu as well. So, yeah, it's in a nice position now. The chair can recline. I can, 
and settle in. Get a footstool next. He slept in that position. Look at him. He slept in that position for sure. Wake up with some dribble just coming down my face, man. Yeah, yeah. No, you got any wigs today, man? We need, we need cheering up, man. It's been a sunny day, man. You got any wigs for us? Just... <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, the form, you know that's going to be the thumbnail. <laughs> yeah. just, just, just the one, man. Just the one today. <laughs> that's going to be the thumbnail. Just me. Um, hey, saying that thing. <laughs> sunrise. <laughs> you know, hey. So glow. Hey, the, um, Feng Shui, Feng Shui, Shui, what's he called? Feng Shui? Feng, 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 feng Shui, Feng Shui, oh, Feng Shui, yeah, yeah. It's Feng Shui. Um, so you've been looking into that sort of stuff, because I know that's like the position of furniture in your house to you know uh, absorb the most energy. Yeah, I think over the years, you kind of listen and hear things. And I think anyway, if you think about it, you shouldn't really have a door behind you. Mm. It's just, if you, if you think back to kind of ancient man, You'd never have your back to the door, would you? No, oh, yes. You'd always be worried about predators. So I think, in terms of a, a, a position, a good position to be in, I think having a door behind you is not, you know, you didn't actually feel that. Yeah, you know, I'm sitting here relaxing. Yeah. I didn't ever feel that relaxed and chilled when I was over in that other corner. Mm-hmm. So, with that thing, sure, man, may I learn something? I guess more like. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think uh, this is something I've hit on a long time ago, this Feng Shui, but I never um, really got too into it. But I did know that one thing is you should never have your head close to like sockets, electro, electric sockets, sockets and stuff, plug sockets. Yeah, yeah. Ways, man. Yeah, you should ne- never be too. And um, also by the window too, you shouldn't always be when you're sleeping. This is in terms of sleeping. You shouldn't be sleeping next to the window either. So there's a couple of things I learned, but I forgot everything now. Sorry, man. I sit next to the window. Well, the bed's not right next to the window, but I'm on the window side, so yeah, I, I think, think that's because. I think that's because you get creepy crawlies crawling at night and you're the first person to get to in it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's related to the energy flow, though, I think. Yeah, in a little bit of teaching that I did read, it was talking about trying to block between the front door and the back door. If you had, yeah. like, a direct path, you needed to try and slow the energy down so you've not got, oh, like, okay. flow, like a fast influx. So maybe it's the oh. same that you'd be receiving outdoors energy. Yeah. Without- you, know, I'm gonna, you know, I'm going to go off and do some research about this for next week. You should, you should do this. Anyway. Because I don't know if anyone wants to jump in with anything, but the first thing I wanted to ask, I don't know if you've got it on the list, is about the, uh, the reopening of the country. Next week. Oh, the, oh, the, the pubs. Uh, the pubs are opening, <laughs> restaurants are opening and, Gyms are not open for cinemas are, theatres are not. I, I despair when I see that the most powerful thing to get people joyous is a pub. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh my I, don't know, I don't know if what I've just seen on Facebook was real, but it looked like they filmed somewhere. And there's a whole, I don't know if it, it might have been like superimposed, it might have been a football game, but they're all going, and I'm thinking, it's just a pub. Yeah, is is your is your house that bad? The pub celebrations, to be fair, like is, is is your house and your family that bad that you want to get down to the pub and that's the biggest thing that you you've missed? Yeah. Did you see the keys for Prime Money though? So I oh, would yeah. believe it. <laughs> People were queuing for hours just for clothes. I think I, I, I can understand that. Yeah, we're now free, and you can go and pretty much do what you want within reason. I can understand that joy, but for me, pub, pub, pub. Yeah, yeah. It's, not, it's not interesting, is it really? But I think these guys look. Most people's IQ is about what ten. 
<laughs> that's all they could do. That's all they could do is drink beer. Your <laughs> was that what was that side? Not your audience. You say the average person's got an IQ of ten. Yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> hey, no, my audience, our audience, black up lips. We're the smart people. Anyone's gonna listen? This is, trust me. The dumb people are gonna turn off. The smart people are gonna continue to listen. This is an advert, in it now. This is. Everyone will be like, oh, yes, I'm smart now because I listen to Black Up and Lips podcast. <laughs> yeah, it's people who, people who got very um, low needs from life. Yeah, yeah. I suppose is, is the way to look at it. It's like, um, you know, doctor's surgeries, yes, dentists, yeah, that's health, um, schools, nurseries, yeah, that's education, pub. Really? Yeah. It's all of their norms being restored, you know, like the certain mm. key markers, you know, and yeah. the British people and that be able to go to the pub and then have a curry and that is like pretty much part of the institution. And it's definitely, um, it's like the Italians going out for food or something, you know, like it's, it's part of their tradition, you know, it's probably the first thing they couldn't wait for is restaurants, whereas it was English people were like, yeah, we're going to go to the pub and get out of it. It's not really my take on things, but. Yeah. I've, I've heard, I've heard um, that uh, hairdressers are open, but nail salons aren't. Mm. Same with uh, cinemas are, theatres aren't. Well, what's the difference? <laughs> <laughs> oh no, man, the, the, the virus knows, bro. Yeah. bro, you're going down. The virus is attacking classes, mate, because obviously... Only people with money can go theatre. <laughs> well, that might be a good point, actually. Maybe the thought is that, okay, should we put the most, poor people most out? Poor, most poor people can get, you know, spend the 20, 20 pound in five minutes by going to the cinema, but yeah. they're spending 200 pounds to go to London to go theatre. So they'll probably say, you know something, you rich people, you know, you hang on a bit, just hang on a bit. Let's just see what happens. Yeah. To yeah. Poor <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't put it past them. Oh, God. I also heard as well today, I don't know how true it is, the vaccination is available and they want to test it on the Bane community. Why are they always picking us? Why are they always picking us? It, it, it was in the group. I haven't read it. I, haven't, I mean, I don't know how true it is. I haven't read it. I'm going to find out. Yeah, because the last true, thing I read, I didn't think it was ready. It was in, I'm, in a, a group, I'm in a group called Bane as it happens. And it was in there. I didn't really read it, but I was just seeing Oh, vaccine, black community. I thought, uh, well, I should have shared it really, but um, man, I ain't testing out nothing on me. I think there's gonna be a lot of resistance, you know, especially like from the religious sector. Will be like, no, this is the this is the the mark of the beast. Um, until of course they say you're not gonna be able to buy nothing with it. Everyone's gonna give in and be like, okay, you know what? Yeah, I'm I'm down, man. I'm taking that. If if they take you out of society because you haven't had it, then that's gonna be a problem. But I think that is. That that's the end of that's the after the end game then that's the end of the world as far as you know it. If, and when yeah. they can say right, you haven't had this injection which we put in you, which we're not actually sure what it's going to do, but you got to have it anyway. And if you don't, then you can't go on holiday, you can't leave the country, you can't. You know what I mean? Then it will be the end end times, man. Because that that is when they're going they're going for it. Then whether they can do that yet, I don't know. But you know what I mean? You got to wonder. The thing is, it, it doesn't make sense, man. Because like when you think about it. They got a vaccine and they're like, okay, everyone's going to have this and then there's going to be resistance to it. And then like, okay, not everyone's going to have it because that's what they do. Be like, not everyone's going to have it. Just people under 16, they've got to have it. 
So at some point, they'll, they'll get the whole generations of people getting it. They'll just wait for us to die. That's it. They'll be like, okay, the old people put resistance. What, 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 what will happen is, if you, think about, if you think about it, the rich countries will have it. Mm. The poor countries won't be able to afford to have it. They'll be tested. So then these, these pandemics will be isolated to the, the, the poor countries again. Mm. So it's almost yeah. like saying, look, man, we've got rid of measles and all them things there. We're going to lock, lock everybody off. No one can get it over here. Over in other parts of the world, they're still getting these diseases that you don't see in the UK because mm. they haven't got the money over there for the vaccine and 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 the therapy to get better and so on and so forth. So that happen. It must be the world will just get split again. If you ain't got the money to have a vaccine, and you're stuck in your little third world country and and tough. All right. So basically, yeah. Sorry, just to move back to the original topic, um, they're opening up Britain next week fully. Or yeah. just partially, partially. Well, not fully, but it's, it's, a, it's a massive expectation. So they've closed the social distancing down to a meter. Um, a meter? Is it a meter? Yeah. Oh, the meter. Is, 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 what's yeah, the virus saying, man? Right? So the, virus, the virus is saying, the, the, the virus is saying, why? When I'm here, if you jump two meters, you know. He doesn't he? You just check it. I'm trying to introduce it. What's that? I, I, um, I don't. I think. No. If you say, if you say he had, I, I didn't. I wouldn't watch. He said where it couldn't be avoided to do one meter. I was watching some of the speech. Yeah. So, so I think, like I say, it was meant to be reduced from two meters to one meter, which, according to the experts, said that you got a, about a thirty percent higher chance of catching it. <laughs> well, do you do, do you know any the economy? That's the problem, isn't yeah. it? Do, 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 do you know anybody who's rushing back to go to gym or, or rushing back to be in places that are crowded? I, I don't know anybody who's rushing no, back to be I, around lots of people. And I think the Trump rally would be a good um, starting point for that oh, because what, Trump tried to a rally the other day. <laughs> Same thing. What do we say about them, man? These guys are the, they're the average they're the average human. Well, these people are so dedicated. <laughs> The, ten the only bring, reason I bring them in because they're so dedicated to him and they had 19,000 seat a stadium and they had a 40,000 arena as an overflow for these people to come like to see him afterwards and 6,200 turned up or 6,300 is that it? all together yeah this is just this week so, that's why he was disappointed the other day isn't it? he was really really <laughs> so, he's always a moody face I don't put that down to people hating his politics just as much as like he wanted to wish his virus away and there's a lot of people who are a lot more even his fans are like no 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 it's a step too far there's mate. people there's people, who, there's people who've died there's a guy on um, the news I think it was two weeks ago who says yeah well president trump said we'd be all right we didn't need the mask and then his wife caught it and died really and it's because and it's because president trump had said and that's the thing man he put his faith in a man and says yeah i'm gonna risk your health my health my wife's health because you're the president and so I, i'm not rushing to go anywhere where there's lots, lots of people Okay, what I would say is because we're a little bit ahead of you guys, so we've actually got most of the stuff open now, except for um, big, um, what do you call it? Places where there could be um, um, mass gatherings. Sorry? Mass gatherings. Yeah, mass gatherings, that's the word, yeah. Uh, except for mass gatherings, you can go like, so people over, I think, um, um, like stadiums where you can have more than. I think it's 5,000 people per square, I don't know, 100 meters. Um, not allowed to take place until November. Apart from that, the way everything else is at the moment is like, 
you don't think that anything's wrong. I think even like the restaurants now, you know, there's this idea that you have to walk in the restaurant with a mask. And as soon as you sit down, you take the mask off. You're like, <laughs> yeah, I swear to God, I swear to God, I, I, I'm not even joking. <laughs> that is funny. That is funny. Put the mask on, then go into the restaurant and take the mask off. It's like, okay, you're good. So, so, so the COVID lands on you, you pour your yamming food. Yeah, put the mask back on with the COVID there. Because oh, where shall I go? Where shall I go? Oh, yeah. I go <laughs> so you can't blow the COVID away. It's it's um, I, I think really what what's happened, guys, is that the governments of the world says, you know, something we're losing money. We can't yeah. afford to lose no more money. Oh, what do so you guys get get them back? Do you remember what I said, Wayne? Do you, I'll tell you. Do you remember what I said to you? Three months. It'll be twenty six. I say it'll be three months. They'll, they'll, cl- they'll basically shut off the country. They'll try and open it up. There'll be a mass surge and everything, and they'll have to close the country again. But I hope they'll do that, though. Or, or it'll be a choice where they'll be like, we're not even closing it this time. We can't. Well, yeah. I, I, I've heard Germany's cases have gone up. I have that I, as well. I actually don't know, man, because you guys are getting different info from what I'm getting. I mean, I probably don't talk about it as much. Actually, yeah, I heard that in um, a city close to me, actually, 500 new cases were discovered. Uh, just the other day, over the weekend, I think. So it's possible. It's very possible. Well, in the States, it's going up madly. Like, I think over, I think there was 11 states that were reporting their highest ever rise, ever. They didn't shut down, though, did they? 3,000 cases in one day. Bloody hell. You know what, though? I'm look, I've got the numbers here. It's 9.2 million people in case, uh, well, cases worldwide. 9.2 million cases. And only just reaching half a million deaths. I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm sorry to say this, but this ain't. That's about a 0.4, 0.5% chance. It's not as dangerous as everyone thinks. But I think you slowly say, you know what, if you die from it, you die from it. But you know what, just carry on, man. You're all right. Really? That's, that, that's, that's what they've decided to do. I yeah. think that's what they're trying to do, yeah. Because yeah. I don't yeah. think, only half a million, not even a half a million people have died, but half a million people die, more than half a million people die every day, every day from other things. So Other respiratory is, yeah. Yeah, so it doesn't make oh man come on man open everything again, sack it. <laughs> Let's get back to business as usual. The roads the roads definitely look like it's back to normal. I mean I seen Rochara yesterday. I was I went for a walk and five o'clock man, the road was cark like it used to be cark before COVID, so yeah, I think it does got back to normal. Mm. But I know people's behaviour will have some people's behaviour will have changed. Like I said, I'm not rushing to go back anywhere where there's holding people. Not for a bit. No, not me. I'm just going to check the Germans' new cases. Yeah, we got, yeah, in the last 24 hours. No, two days ago, we had a, a 420 new cases and 10 it's new death, deaths. It's, it's, it, oh, 10. I mean, that's the thing. is the deaths that you need to look at because that means it's, 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 being, it's rampant, if that makes sense. You yeah. know, they're talking about this new medicine, um, asthma medicine, which they say helps save people. So. You know, they might have better treatment now than they did back in March and April. They might have discovered new things that they can do um, to, to, to prolong and save lives. So. Well, they've been doing some kind of limited trials already, even in the UK. I think um, <clears throat> it was at United College um, Summit in London anyway. It's one of the College of London. Um, they were doing uh, clinical trials with... Um, specific, like, well, you know, um, limited number of patients, and a lot of those, like, just um, really good results, and that. So, I know there's, I think there was at the time 30 odd around the world that we were actually doing similar at, at a similar point. So, I think there's literally 
all over the world, everybody's trying to find their own solution. I think by the time we come out of it, there'll probably be a couple of different options that we've got, and then we just got to try and work out. Well, it's going to be hard to work out which one's going to be better for people, but to try and judge side effects and long-term sort of, you know, effects is going to be really difficult when we're going to start administering it a lot sooner than than that. Mm. Mm. And, and this is the thing about the vaccine, which I think would kind of squash any, you'd hope, any kind of rumours of anything. Because if different countries are developing their own vaccine, they're not going to all say, well, uh-huh. ooh, they're all trying to be, you know, it's the race to make it first, isn't it? Mm. Um, yeah. Which like means the that they're all going to use their own way of getting there, which means that they have to collaborate on a huge scale for them to say, yeah, let's all put the same thing in. So, every, you know what I mean? So, but we'll see. There'd be some proper dirty business, wouldn't they, if like, just say for instance, you know, just for an example, like, I don't know, Ecuador decided to, you know, they found the, this wonder drug, you know, which is be perfect to give to people. What are the big pharma companies going to do? They're going to let this little tiny Ecuadorian company make it and distribute it around the world. Never. But you rather than just like teething their idea or something, they'll probably take over that company. Buy the company on the cheap and then sell it. There'll be some dirty business involved if it's oh, of course. a major player. There'll be some dirty business involved. Well, look, look, look at uh, Matt Hancock from our government. He's got his hands all over PPE and, and, and vaccines and trials and this, that and the other. You know what I mean? I was, I was reading the other day, I was, again, he's telling you about some of the government ministers and the money they're making off the back of COVID and mm. profit, you know what I mean? profiteering and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And everything else in it. He was talking about it when we were saying about um, Jeff Bezos and, and, and Mark Zuckerberg had made like 35 billion and 29 billion respectively extra exactly. over a three month period. Yeah, exactly. Like they're, they're cashing in, man. They are cashing in. And, and uh, Bezos stopped, play, he, he was paying a little bit extra towards his uh, wages, which is what the Holy Link had actually. He was getting this extra money uh, that was given to his staff because there was being, there were, there were uh, in demand, in high demand, and there were yeah, yeah. a lot of overtime. And then he, he he brought it to an end two months earlier than he said. He said he was going to bring it for, uh, he was going to run till the end of June, and he ended up running till the end of April. What the hell is he doing with all that money, man? You know, actually, you yeah, have the, the devil. What's it called? Um, did you guys get any subsidi- subsidies throughout the COVID? Did they offer you guys anything? I know like, my mom said that she got um, some. Um, money back from a car insurance did you guys get anything like like, like in america i've gave everyone a check of one thousand two hundred dollars did anyone in england get anything no nah. i got i got because uh, i'm self-employed i got um some money off the hmrc which was like a, a support coronavirus support for self-employed um there's nothing huge i mean i've got to declare it on my tax next year anyway yeah. Um, but there is, I, I'm, I'm thinking of going for one of these bounce, bounce back loans because um, mm. you can get the money and for 12 months you ain't got to pay a bean mm. and then the interest rate is 2.5% mm. um, or you can yeah. just pay it off in one go. But I know a few people who've done it and what they've done is they've put the money into the bank to see, right, let's see what I can do with it properly and they mm. said if I ain't going to use it, they're just going to use it to pay off, pay back pay and back, then yeah. just get rid of it. But you I'm thinking money that way though. I'll, well, no, because I think I think I don't think there's an early redemption penalty. Oh, okay. So you pay it off. What you loan is what you pay. What you oh, do, okay. don't pay it back before it finishes, before it starts. Then you'd have to then incur interest, which I imagine oh, okay. would be monthly or over yeah. right. mm. And because we got, I tell you, we got we got um, each kid that you have gets a 
a check for 300 euros. Oh, wow. In Germany. But that's, Seven. I think that's, I think that's, it's nice. But, I th- and, but they basically were like, but you've got to spend that money. <laughs> you can't keep that money for anything but giving it away. You have to spend it. Then I was like, what do you think I'm going to do with it? I'm going to get 300 bucks per kid. And you think I'm just going to keep it? Well, <laughs> of course I'm going to spend it. I guess what the Chinese say is don't spend it in another country, spend it here. Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't, but, uh, don't, don't, book a, don't book a holiday to Cyprus. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the thing is, why well, I'm a bit cheesed off with that, because I was like, yeah, why well, I was cheesed off about that, because I was like, hold on, the kids get 300 bucks. So the families with kids get something, but the people who are single get nothing. Mm-hmm. That's not fair, I don't think. I think they could have gave everybody 300 bucks, and it would have been nice. I mean, it's not that much money, but it would have been nice. But instead of just like, if you got kids, well, how do you have Yeah, I suppose... Yeah, it's the same thing. It's one of those sort of things. It's it's when you fall on hardships, and I know it's the same with housing, isn't it? In the UK, you know, it doesn't matter how hard up you are, bloke, you can literally sleep on the street, and they don't give a damn about you. And it's the same probably in Germany when it comes to uh, an emergency situation, and they're probably watching every last penny, especially in Germany. They definitely will be. It's going to be like, listen, if you've got vulnerable people around you, then they're going to be taken care of. If you're a strapping, you know, man and you can look after yourself, then go out and do it and be industrious and get yourself back up there. Mm. I I think that's what it is, yeah, that Mm. they have to, like with the shopping vouchers here for Mm. um, the UK in terms of children with free school meals getting the shopping vouchers. I don't know if you guys have uh, spoken about that. I haven't caught up on last week, so I'm a few weeks behind. But um, Marcus Rashford, I don't know if you discussed that at all. Did we briefly touch on it? No, I don't know if you did touch on it, but it was amazing what he did. Yeah. We we did it last week, mate. Not last week. I think in the Family Affair podcast, we... um, um, shameless pitch. Family Fair podcast. Um, we touched on it a little bit. Yeah, okay. that's just one thing that he's done. You know, and obviously, the government did a U-turn, but I'd rather them do a U-turn and provide all meals to the kid yeah, and have a red face than not do it at all. So for me, who's actually not a conservative voter, I'm just happy that they turned it around. And the fact that it took it's like a lot of things in life, sometimes you know. A lot of different times you'll get wind blowing in your sails from different, you know, from different places, and you know, you, you don't always know where it's going to come from. And the fact that Rashford got involved is, is great, and I know it's probably not ideal for everybody in government, and that it shamed them up. But whatever it took to make that happen is mm. the end result, really. Kids are going to eat. Yeah, I think. Um, I mean, yeah, and yeah, definitely second that. I think what what's positive is that it shows that. Uh, decisions can be changed, even though they, you know, they seem to be cast in stone. Um, it's just a shame that they even decided they weren't going to do it anyway. I mean, I know normally, normal times, kids who aren't at school in summer holidays don't get money during summer holidays. They just never do. Yeah. But obviously, this is a different circumstance altogether. But what I'm thinking now is, why aren't they supply, supplying these kids who have no money in the first place by getting school meals? Why aren't they providing something for them when mm. there's a holiday? Because all they're then doing is they're putting pressure on the parents to try and find extra money. They've got to find extra money, but they haven't got to find anyway normally because the kids are being fed. Mm. Yeah, I suppose playing devil's advocate, people would just turn around and say, listen, you know, they're, we look after your kids when they're with us. You know, when they're with you, they are actually your kids. And I suppose, like, it, it is like a really 
like a not really unsympathetic, but it is like a re, like a slap in the face reality check. There's too many people now who are having kids who do expect you know the state to look after them, pay, yeah, yeah, feed yeah, them, yeah. do clothe them, everything, and almost parenting is to an ex, to an extent being handed over to the state. So then you can this is where because as a proper leftist, and I you know I confess I'm a full on leftist and that you know um, with a lot of socialist views, but I think sometimes we don't help ourselves, and if we bend too much and give too much without any sort of initiative to say oh but the alternative is better and you'll know this yourself night from 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 you'll hear stories but definitely from people who will say i am better off being on the dole the the difference wayne you know between the two like and i know this because i've got a friend who's in this quandary now it's either work 30 hours plus and have x amount of money a week or be on the dole, do what I want with all of my time, and I'm about £50 worse off a week, £40. And for some people, they're, they're, they're not having to worry about the bills. Like, you don't worry if the gas man's going to get his money. You don't worry if your rent's going to pay. So for them, to have that £40, £50 last is easy, especially if they do a little something on the back, you know, under the table. Mm-hmm. And that's what happens with a lot of people. They're not incentivized to go out there and, and, and you know, take care of the situation. So especially mm-hmm. now when people have got three or four kids, and this is not to be um, judgmental of anybody in that situation, but I'm saying this is an example I could give. A, a, not a typical example, but there could be many. Um, if you've got three or four kids and you're not, say the system has already helped you so, for so long and, 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 you know, give you, you know, uh, free school lunches and school uniforms and everything and then all of a sudden you know you think you know i want to go out there and better myself i know i'll get myself a little office job or i'll do you know what i did on become a truck driver or whatever it is and then you find out that i've got no money but now i've got three kids but their clothes were taken care of before and now i don't know how i'm going to get their clothes because it's all 50 pound i've actually got to save up for their clothes now so that even isn't in mine anymore and it it, it creates a society that i think isn't conducive like for for people or the actual overall society and in germany that wouldn't be allowed to happen well the thing is uh, when um black bundy came on who said that he had to um go on the dole in germany because it was was black bond yeah mate he got Rewarded and some for being on the door. Like, what he said, he got some. So he got sixty percent, and he gets sixty percent. Yeah, and you know, he was well looked after. Sixty percent of whatever you earn is what yeah. they pay you. So if you're on a hundred thousand pound a year, yeah. they're going to pay you sixty percent of that yeah. while you're unemployed. Yeah, yeah. and that was after years. Yeah, I think that's the one year. One year, one year, yeah. It goes down and it's a half or something. After, after, no, not half. After that, you go into um, social help, which is like 390, 300, no, it's like 700, 790 uh, euros a month. So they'll pay basically an apartment up to a certain size. Maybe if you've got family and stuff, you probably get a bit more. I just know it is. The thing is, things things don't match up, do they? Because the, the reality is, you know, if you think about it, Let's say, I don't know, 20 years ago, um, average wage in the UK was like 24 grand. It's not much, it's about 32 now. Yeah. Um, and, and, and the way that the economist always said is, you know, you've got to see your income and outgoings as a percentage, and you should never be spending more than X percent on rent, energy, food, blah, blah, which always meant that you had at least some disposable income. Mm-hmm. Right now, even though we've got minimum wage, people are literally getting paid and by the time they've paid out, they're right up to the limit. They're yeah. right up to the limit. So 
you can't bet yourself. You can't afford to go to edu- college and pay for a course because it's gonna, you're going to either have to save for it or you're going to have to take a, de- a loan for it. Mm. Um, so you can't invest in yourself. You can't really start a business unless you're earning you know, 30 odd grand a year and you're maybe living with your parents still, or 30 odd grand a year and you're, you're clutching someone on someone's sofa. It, it's very difficult for people to rise above that kind of level anyway. And I think, I think it's a bit of a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a trap, isn't it? For some mm. people, they're, they're trapped. Even though they want to get out, um, it, it's too big a sacrifice for them to make to better themselves. So it's a spiral and then, it, and then comes mental health with all that because then there's a sense of worth and, you know, it's, um, it's, it's terrible really. I don't know. I, you know, the more I think about it, I remember Wayne mentioned universal wage. Oh my God. You said five, five months ago. And I, la- I laughed at him. Wait there, no, no, wait there. I, I said this to you years ago and you was like, no. When you came to Germany and I was like, what about oh, basic yeah, income? Yeah, 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 remember? Yeah. And you was like, no, that would never work. I was like, that would be the best thing for everybody. I'm coming around to that way of thinking. And that's what I like about life. And that's what I like about experience and, and research and stuff because you, you can, your mind can be changed and yeah. you can be changed in a, a positive way so that you, you're seeing all sides of every coin rather than just thinking, well, that ain't bloody right, blah, blah, blah. But especially going through what we've gone through now, it makes more sense than ever. Yeah. I, I find even doing what we're doing now calls that into questions a lot. Like, I find myself being more objective to things. I find myself challenging things and challenging people more. I find myself more alert and more open to to not just discussions and that, but just new people who I haven't interacted bef- with before and that. I think I'm just opening up into like this whole realm now and I'm yeah. also part of this passing energy where, um, where this, even though it's been tainted somewhat, this whole, you know, this feeling of change is coming in certain ways and at least if not... Growing, man, you're growing. We're growing as a people and there's definitely a lot of people out there researching and learning about things and trying to understand things and there's change happening and... I think, I think we're only halfway with the movement now. I think with everything opening up, I think a lot of people are hoping, hoping that we lose traction now and people lose folk like the Black Lives Matter and what was happening was like last week's story. I hope that we don't lose that momentum and stuff. Uh, I, think, I, think, I think it's going to carry on, man. It's going to carry on, man. You're good. Um, the, have, have, any, have any of you guys watched um, the 13th? Yeah, I watched it, remember? Do we speak oh, about yeah. it? Well, I think, I think we spoke briefly. So, obviously, last time you was on Simon, um, I kind of said regarding um, racism, well, you know, almost kind of like, well, I ain't got to worry about that. But I went off and watched the 13th. Because I think it was on about the riots and stuff, and were, were, you know, should these things be happening? I now understand. I now understand, not just about now, but about, the why and how ingrained it all is and how it's all linked. How Jim Crow just became American law. Mm-hmm. And they just, all they did was take the word black out, but just make sure that it meant black people. Yeah. So where the anger it? comes from now, it, it's where that anger comes from now. I understand where it comes from. And it's given me a lot more insight, if I'm honest. I've actually had to educate people in my network, and I remember there's one guy and I've, um, he put something on Facebook and I kind of ignored it. And then he put something else. So I reached out to him and I said, mate, why, why do you think that? Now, this guy wasn't having it. He wanted to argue. Oh, well, Donald Trump. Oh, listen. Oh, well, you know, blacks are killing blacks. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, what about David Dawn, the, the, the police officer? I said, listen, that's all well and good. 
well, white people kill white people. That yeah. police officer, unfortunately, was in the wrong place at the right time. You can't tar the whole of a movement for a couple of thugs. Yeah. And, mate, you're saying about all lives matter. Let's me and you go to France and we'll both throw our passports in the sea and then we'll both go to border control and let's see who gets back first. Yeah. Let's see yeah. who gets back to England first. Yeah. And he was like, well, what are you trying to say? I'm saying, listen, if you want to do that experiment anytime, you let me know. I'll pay for the tickets. Yeah. We'll see who gets back to England yeah. first. Who gets a hard time? Who gets told, uh, you're not English, uh, or whatever. And let's see who gets back first. He was like, oh, well. And he didn't actually agree with me, but he did promise to go off and watch the 13th and to read the Jim Crow laws. Because yeah. I think that's very powerful as well. When you are having that discussion with people, and they say, oh, all those man, I say, hey, what? That's fine. Go and read the Jim Crow laws. Go and watch the 13th. Then come back and we'll have a proper discussion because you'll then understand. That the thing with America is because it's up, up in your face, it's like it, it, it's there. Whereas mm. in England, it's, it's a lot more covert. Yeah, it's we, discreet. Still, we, we still have them same laws. We still have, well, it's just in a different discreet, way. Uh, yeah, it's like... I'll tell, tell you an exercise to do next time, Simon. I don't know if you've got the um, evening mail app. Mm. Every week they put in the criminals or for the month and it tells you what they've done in the sentences. Go and have a look at the um, sentences where there's a gang of men and there's black and there's white and go and see the difference between the sentences yeah. in terms of how many years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Man. It's right, right, right in your face. Right in your yeah. face, eh? I'm going to have to have a look at this, man, because yeah, just things like this, I think we need to be looking a lot closer into and that. In fact, it's not even just looking closer. Like, I think, I, do, I bet we've all been doing it now. It's like when we are seeing things now, especially when we referenced it and saying, you know, that needs to be said, that needs to be shared, where a lot of things before I used to be like, oh, that's a bit decisive. You know, I don't really want to, I don't really want to incite a conversation. Ball, it? Now I, think- I feel like I'm almost begging people to come to me and challenge my beliefs. Me too, man. You know what I mean? Bring it, like, bring it. Yeah. I, I, I think, you know, I'm not there. The thing is, right, someone's opinion is someone's opinion. And as, as human beings, the one thing we've all been blessed with is our own minds. Mm. Now, I can't force my opinion on anybody. All I can say to them is if you are interested in seeing that alternative view, then go and, go and look at these few things. And if that doesn't change your mind, that's fine. That, I can't do anything else. Yeah. But if after. What you know, reading that, watching that, you can't understand. Then that—that's just how it is. Yeah. But I, I get it now. Ignorance I understand bliss, anger. I, I, mate, we mate, we're all ignorant at one stage. Yeah, sure, we're sure. Ignorant. I think and we're ignorant. Because, sorry, mate. So sorry, I was just going to say the problem that I've got is that when when you you're trying to get people to look, if you was literally physically trying to turn a man left to look, the force that he's trying to. Leave him, the thing is, this isn't about us forcing anything on anybody. Yeah. The thing is, some people will, will want to listen. Some people will never want to listen. Now, you know, I'm sure in the world there's been people who, who have been really racist all their life and then they've had an epiphany and realised, oh my God, why have I been carrying all that hate all that time and feeling, mm-hmm. feeling like shit? Let's be honest, mate. We all know if you was to carry hate around with you twenty four seven, how are you? How do you feel as a person? Angry, really? miserable. You can't say you're happy. I, it's more than anything. I'm, I'm everything. Like, listen, I carried a lot of hate for many years, as you know, for, for for certain people and that man. And to be honest, more than anything, I just remember being so fatigued by it all. Yeah, exactly. So it, it, it's tiring. 
I, you know, I'm not saying I feel sorry for people who, who hate on other races, but I think, man, if you don't want to have a better way of living, a better way of thinking, then what, 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 what's, you know, give you all the tools. All you got to do is just read and absorb and understand or try and understand. But if you don't want to do that, then, hey, you know, go and pick fields and, you know, go and pick veg for the rest of your life or whatever it is you're doing. You know, um, I, you know. Last week, um, I touched. I, I sent something in this post that, um, or in a group that Simon's running about this guy saying that um, resembled a certain character from a film. Yeah, and, I remember that. I yeah. That. Anyway, so like this week's obviously a new week. So today I went up to the guy. Well, no, yesterday I went up to the guy and I tried to give him a fist, and I was like, "Here you go, hey, what's up, man?" You know, he looked at me with the most disgusting look and never said hello, never gave me a fist, and just looked at me. I was like, "Screw yourself, then." And then you know, I realized I was like, "See, the moment I challenged him." The moment I challenged him on his bull BS, he, that's when he fell out with you, bro. He doesn't like me anymore. You know, before that, as long as I took his rubbish, and that's racist, that's deep racism, man. Once, you know, they're like, as long as you accept my jokes and you like when I call you black or the N word or whatever, you're good. We're good. The moment I challenge him and say, you know, that's wrong. Mm. I ain't talking to him no more. That guy's got a chip on his shoulder. That's the, 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 the boozer, the black, the black, bad black guy that's walking around. But I've never been like that for two years. You know, I've been a nice guy. I've always respected everybody. I've never insulted anybody or anything. The moment people insult me, it's all right. But the moment I, and then the moment I stand up for myself, it's not all right. You know, and I've noticed that a few times where I work, that's deeply embedded racism, really, that we need to get. And that's why I wouldn't. You got to play, play the black man. Hey, yeah. 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 <laughs> and that's why I wouldn't agree with you, Nigel, where you said that we got to just leave him. No, we got to show these geese. Look, I'd rather make any. No, no, no. I, I, I hear you, man. I hear yeah, you. But, what I'm saying is, if if someone if someone says something that I is addressed to me or whatever, I'm going to say something. Yeah. But I can't force Educate somebody him. to think differently unless they're prepared to meet me halfway. Yeah, that's true. So it's a bit of a is, is cool. All you end up doing is arguing. You're arguing over someone saying, "No, I'm not going to. I'm not going to listen to what you're saying to me." Yeah. What's the point? Why waste <laughs> your true, energy? That's true. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. look, man, we've all got partners. Mm. All at our moments where we've had to have words and we end up arguing about being right. And reality is we're probably wrong, but because we're so stubborn, we're going to say that we're right. You know what I mean? People do it all the time. So someone who doesn't, you, you can't force someone to change their mind, but you can guide them to a path which might help them change their mind, in my opinion. Mm. Anyway, the one, one topic I did put in, it was the idea that blacks have now become anti-white. Because that's what everyone seems to say. Yeah, if you're just saying black lives matter, that means, you know, you don't, you, you don't like white people, you're racist. I mean, how do you dress <laughs> up? How do you, uh, like okay. I said, the general IQ of people is about 10%. Mate, tell them, tell them, tell them. Excuse me, so, sorry, Nigel. It goes back to yeah, sorry, people. Man, people don't want to look, people don't want to know, people don't want to see. So it doesn't matter. If you want you, like, I've seen an interesting post that says, like, if I say black lives matter and you say all lives matter, it's racist. If I say, and it's a lot of things now, people have chose to see what they want to see. So we'll try and give them the perfect example. How many perfect examples have you been, uh, seen that it perfectly defines what black lives matter is all about? And people go, yeah, but you know, I still, I just don't like the way they're pulling down them statues. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> statues chewing everything like that. Yeah, well, it shouldn't be out during COVID. Oh, yeah. the beach and everything. Yeah, well, you know, and they've always got another reason. It's like it's like playing at hopscotch. You always bounce into the next number and that. And like, I, I think a lot of people who I spoke to, especially a lot, a lot of musicians and a lot of people um, in in our community in Birmingham, especially, they've almost got to that point. Like, listen, I'm picking my battles. You know, I'm going for the the, the ones, the cases I might win. 
You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's almost like the CPS now. We've become the Crown Prosecution. We're like, listen, I'm not dealing with that one because that guy is too far gone. He needs to be in a mental hospital. That's not a criminal prosecution right there. This guy here, he's got a little bit of hope because he's umming and ahhing and pretending he gets it. But the mm-hmm. worst ones are the ones who pretend to get it, but it's just white noise going into their ears and come out the other side of them. Yeah. They just say something dumb straight after, after 10 minutes. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. But I still don't agree. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's um they're focusing on the, the well. Let's, let's be honest, guys. The reason why they're seeing the negativity anyway is because that's what the media are choosing to show them. You know, I um I was reading Vice News today, and they had a piece on about the Black Lives um, um march in Oxford Street in London. Mm. And they had all these beautiful pictures. Must be about fifteen pictures. Of people just marching, no violence, no nothing. Now, Vice, and I've said the same thing just on the interview I had, what people need to do is they need to, if you're going to read, if you are going to put the news in your head, go and read the news, mm. go and download Al Jazeera, go and download RT, go and download Vice News. Don't just read yeah. one, read all four. Especially yes, the Sun. Will, yeah, some of them will have propaganda. But yeah. if you read between the lines, you'll, you'll then start to, say, you'll start to say to yourself, well, how come they're reporting this atrocity in this news over in this country, but England's not saying nothing about it? Mm-hmm. It's really, really bad. You know, and, and, lemon, wouldn't it? Yeah, so you see a more, you, you just get a more balanced view. I mean, I hate the news, but if I do read the news, I don't just read the UK's news, I read the world's news, I read Europe's news, I want to see, you know, what's going on, what are they saying about, you know, what I do find with... Um, RT, they're very dismissive of anything to do with, um, you know, social movements, LBTQ, LBQT community, you know, Black Lives Matter. It's all a bit of a, not even a joke, but they're kind of, eh, like they're making noise about. Uh, but it, it, it's good to see that point of view. And um, some of the arguments that I've, I've seen in there before have been, you know, good arguments, not about Black Lives Matter, about other things. You know, mm-hmm. they talk about British politics from a different perspective. You know, they, they, they show you, they show, yeah, they show you holes that you don't even think of. You think, mm-hmm. oh, I haven't, I haven't considered it like that. So, well, yeah, it's all the news, mate. That's, that's why these people they say, oh, you're putting down statues and you're writing because that's all they heard. You know, I, I, last week Aston Villa kicked off the Premiership, mm-hmm. and all the players from Villa and the other side they all took a knee. Black Lives Matter. You know, but one of the papers the next day, instead of reporting that as the main headline, spoke about, oh, yes, Premiership Stars thank the NHS. So the whole point of what they did was, like, in the print, but the headline was about the NHS. And I thought, mm-hmm. what a cock Even when you get the opportunity... I that story right down even, to- Exactly. Even when you get the opportunity to put a positive on it, mm-hmm. so, oh, no, let's, let's, let's hide it in the fine print. Yeah. Well, they call that actually, in legal terms. If they do that, it's more to do with like um, not answering the same question. So what you're saying now is this was the narrative, but they just completely played a whole different narrative. In in like court or when people do like when you're speaking to a politician or somebody, they call it the straw man, and they'll say literally is that you know you ask one question, they'll comp- they'll they'll give the illusion of answering the question, but completely take you off into a different and basically answer a completely different question. And that's yeah. kind of what you're on about with this narrative, though. What they've done is going, yeah, man. Black, no, we're taking a knee, Black Lives Matter on the back of every shirt. Yeah, man, look at the NHS, brilliant, lads. Brilliant, man, look at the NHS. And like, 
Well, 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 there's no that's people and that like. Yeah. Uh, cra- crazy, mate. Crazy, crazy. <laughs> did, did you get to see my message? I was telling you. Yeah, I've seen it. Yeah. Hold on, give me a sec. Oh, I thought that's what you were doing during this. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm doing. That's what I'm doing. Um, message. Message. Just... I'm going to get onto the story anyway. Um, there's been a bit of controversy in the in the black country. Uh, oh yeah, let's oh. Talk, did we mention this a bit earlier? Oh no, we're talking about this offline. The black, yeah, the black boy. Yeah, I know about this. No, what, the black boy oh, pop? Yeah, yeah, the black boy pop. Actually, it's more of them, and it's not just one. There's, there's one Where in Bubbly. Black country. Hello. Hi, uh, Hi welcome back. Where, where is it, Nigel? It's somewhere in black country, isn't it? Redford, where's Redford? Redford, that, that's Nottingham. There's a black boy pub. There's, there sure there's, a black boy pub in, there's um, not just exclusive to one place. They have them all over England because Bubbly. that was... There's, there's two stories and obviously, you know, there's the, obviously the racist story and there's a story that apparently was referring to the, the one of the kings back in the 1600s who, who was actually a black guy. But these don't look like that guy. I don't care. When I look at this picture. This guy's got a fez on and he's got... <laughs> he, he looks... He had bollywogs all inside the, uh, inside the pub until they were told to take this out. Yeah, in, in Retford. <laughs> so, and a lot of the locals are going mad now because they've took down the sign of the black boy which was... Because people thought it was in reference to chimney sweepers, and someone said it in one of the comments online, and they said, "No, mate, look at this picture." So, a gold it, herder. You put it on screen, Wayne. Can you sh- just in case anyone? Yeah, give me a sec. I'm, 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 I'm looking at it now. I'm on. Um, oh, no, I'll do it. Hold on. Give me a sec. I'll show everyone this picture. This, this, see this. if you can give us a bit of context to the story, a bit of me. Yes! He's, he's, um, he's got a Tommy Cooper hat on, any? Yeah. <laughs> just like that. Just like that. Just like that. Just like that. <laughs> I love Tommy Cooper. I want to take. Here we are. <laughs> I ain't gonna like it. All right, wait a little. Wow. <laughs> Can you see that? What is outside the uh... black book side by a pub sign removed over protest fears? <laughs> lady has taken, a landlady has taken down a pub sign over fears it may be targeted by anti racist pro- racism yeah. protesters. I mean, yeah, right, it's in Nottinghamshire. Yeah. Uh, she runs a black pub in Nottingham, not a red there's, 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 there's a few of them. There's about yeah, they're one, all over two, England. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, eighteen. Called the Black Boy in in um, across the UK. Wow. Good God. <laughs> uh, I, I, I don't know. What I, to say it, man. I think it's uh, openly racist. I mean, it's, the thing is. It's like uh, the minstrels. Historically racist, more than, you know. I mean, it's probably people are not moving at the times. They've left it be, and it's one of those. I think. Um, I, think the, I think the difficulty that natives have. Let, let's be honest, guys. What's the biggest thing that people are resistant to? It's, it's change. Yeah. No matter, you know, if you think about it, even just work, when your boss says, "Right, this is the way we're doing things now," he's like, "Uh," and a lot of these people are they're they're, they're just they're just. The same as what you were saying before, Simon. They're resistant to change. They mm. don't want it to be. It's like the thing is that sign doesn't mean their drinks are any cheaper. That sign doesn't mean they get free food. But mm. they would go and demonstrate outside there to protect that sign. And it's like, really? Oh, you know, you you can't see the offence that causes, and you're prepared to stand outside. You're oh, we're going to protect our sign. It's like, but the sign doesn't do anything. Mm. You know, what about to change the pub's name? Wouldn't that be better? And just yeah. taking that inside. Change the name. Well, what about this guy in America? I don't know if you've heard this story floating around over the last few days. Uh, there, there was this, this, a Facebook post where there's um, a young black activist or, or pre- sort of um, 
guy who's, who's gone into a school board and he's talking about changing the name of his school, um, which was actually named after a Confederate um, leader who was a, a brutal slaver. And uh, I don't know if you got to see this, but he's calling out one of the school governors because while he's actually trying to give his speech, his impassioned speech about why this, I think it's called Richard E. King or something, this guy's name, if you want to have a look at that way, and I think his name was. And they're saying he was basically... a. Uh, uh, a confederate soldier but he was also like I say an absolute brutal slaver and mm. obviously the confederates lost the war against the north which was the north was fighting to get rid of slavery and the south was fighting to keep slavery so that's where the, the lines were drawn and um this guy obviously had a school named after him for all these years and this guy was like you know you've got you know this is my our challenge to have the school name change but one of the board of governors a lady called connie she was sat there shopping on her phone while she was meant to be listening and deliberating to what he was saying. And one of his friends, I guess, took a picture of her shopping. So instead he goes, I wanted to talk about Richard E. King or whatever his name is, but I don't want to talk about that. I want to talk about you, Connie. <laughs> and, then he says, you sh and he showed the phone saying, this is you shopping while I'm trying to you know, talk about something. And this is because this person was what a literal, a dis she's a descendant of one of these people. And she was one of the governors fighting to have the name kept as it was. So he says, no, you're trying to preserve your history, but you're not trying to preserve mine. You know what I mean? This guy was a brutal person who did this to all of our people. But as long as your history is in place, you know what I mean? And he was really quite powerful, man. You should try and have a look at it. I think um, so it'll be on TYT anyway, Wayne. Um, but it's really, really cool. Oh, uh, yeah. Apparently these guys had a few protesters turned up, man, to the pub. Looking like some spastics, excuse my language. <laughs> Wait, you can't say words like that, man. They look like they look like invalids, look like invalids man. They're like people. Why you, you look? The pub's still there. Are you protesting because of a name? It's just a name. It's a, no. and it's a racist no. name too. The black boy. So th there's no reason to argue. You should be like, you should be reflective enough to say. Yeah, you know what? That might be a bit questionable. So yeah, it's probably better if that's down. No, instead you're going, oh, put the name back, put the name back. Basically saying, we want to keep racism in England. Keep the, 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 racism. The, the, the thing is, when you kind of reflect on it, them pubs should have been renamed. A long time ago, ago yeah. yeah. They, shouldn't, they shouldn't have been spotted now and go, oh, oh. When they, when they bought that pub, one of the things they should have said is, can we change the name? And the yeah. fact that they didn't even do that, if you think these people have gone out, oh, where are you from? Oh, we're from the Black Boy pub. Well, the black boy, oh, yeah, you know, the black boy. Uh, make a little joke about him wearing his hat and that. And he told me now that they thought, oh, we've got a dodgy name. That name's been dodgy for the last 100 years. Yeah. But, but racism like... for the last 20 years. Dodgy for the last 10 years. Dodgy for the last five years. But he's taken this movement for them to even consider, oh. And that's why it is powerful, Simon. And that's why I think we will see some change. We won't see complete change, but we will see some change. Before we go, do, do, do you think we're going to know where to leave it? Where, like, to say, okay, then that is an actual victory because there are things changing a lot. Do you think there's a danger that once once we get what we, we perceive we need, there's just going to be more things added on? Well, to what, and, that, and that is my biggest fear. And I think I was trying to allude to it a couple of weeks ago is what, what do we want now? If they were to say, okay, right, America, we're going to rewrite the laws and all this incarceration, that's fine. The Americans have got something. What do we as British want, though? We've got to what get black we... history taught in schools properly, man. Mm. Yeah, we've got to, we've got to start with a proper foundation, and the foundation is knowing what everybody feeling like they know where. 
they come from and what they're about. And I think what we should do, especially so not just just not just be black people. I think we should look at the whole makeup of British society. Like Birmingham is very specific in fact, it's probably got a load of different things, but we should learn probably the top four or five um, you know, races that we have here that make up our population and make sure that we all learn a bit about it. Like I would think we should learn a bit about Somali history, not because we should know, but we've got a massive Somali population. We're, we're, we're black people. The thing is, if, if what, the, 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 the way that you would get um, people's attention, and again, we spoke about this last week, Wayne, mm. if you could mobilise all people of colour to contribute towards a vehicle which served the community in terms of education, schooling, banking, business loans. Then, because you'd then see money which wasn't circulating throughout the rest of the economy, mm. people would sit up and take notice. So yeah. if all the Afro-Americans in, in America, they said, right, we ain't spending our money with anybody who's a corporate. We're only going to use independent and mainly businesses. They'll be forced forced to do a U-turn on a lot of things because yeah. one trillion pounds they put through the American economy. Yeah. America's four trillion pounds in debt. Yeah. So imagine if they was to say, right, we ain't spending no money with anyone who ain't for us. We're going to focus purely on our kind of businesses or people who support yeah. us. That'd be a seismic shift. If we could do the same thing in the UK, then, you know, you'd be able to do something. But in terms of what you said, um, what's the end goal? What, you know, where, where do we leave it? I don't know the answer to that, mate, because every person, every person wants something a little bit different. So someone who's in the community who's got um, family members who are ill is going to want better health. Someone in the community who's got children but is on a low, low, low earnings is going to want more money for the kids. Mm-hmm. Someone who wants their kids to go to, you know, have the chance to go to grammar school and, you know, wants more funding available for kids from lower earnings. You know, there's all these different things which affect not just people of colour but everybody can I say what about independent government why don't we start trying to figure out how can we set up our own judicial systems our own like police and governments and um, all this stuff you know what I mean because when we've got that then we can control what happens with our people more as long as we're under their rule and it's like so himself though it's consensus <laughs> we're so divided in what we want in this country imagine trying to pull forward Literally any kind of consensus now. That is and, that, and, that, and that is the problem. So so fragmented. Yeah. So fragmented. It's gonna be called, like if you had four good ideas, actually like four viable alternatives to capitalism and the democracy and maybe even just the way we look back and structure things like and and have sort of got over and healed from our wounds. There'll be so many different ideas that even if we had to try and, as a community, as a, as a, as a society, had to try and make the decision, we'd be lost because, like I say, we've been. Do we need government? At the moment, we do. And and the thing yeah. is, any kind of change that will go into any new sort of system, a new way of being, which I think will be literally hundreds of years down the line, not any kind of. Uh, no, it's not, not in our lifetime, mate. Yeah. <laughs> like, as, as, as a people, we're fractured anyway. We're mm. fractured by religion. We're fractured by the countries we come from. So forget, forget black people. You've got African countries that have an instant dislike of people from other African countries mm. because of, of what they've religion. been fed in the past. So we're so fractured anyway. And then if you think about it, everyone's fractured. The English hate the Welsh. The Welsh hate the English. The English hate the Scots. The Scottish hate the English. The English hate the Irish. You know what I mean? Everyone's fractured. I imagine within Germany, there's certain 
um, states in Germany, but don't like other states because uh, they eat they eat children. Over there. This is rest again, isn't it? <laughs> 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 it's divided, yeah. The East West divide. That's what I'm saying. And even even that is a fracture between people of the same colour. So yeah. um where where do we go? I think in terms of um the political party thing, yeah, it'd be great if we had our own party, but even that wouldn't work because some people are red, some people are blue. No, we need our own government. We need our own government. Our own government where? I don't know, whenever, whenever a black person does a crime, he goes to the black judicial system. He goes through that channels and not yeah, to the white people. Is, no, because that's, that's just Shari law, but in a different, different name, isn't it? And what, mm. do, and what do people think of Shari law? It's more, it's more division. I just think we need more fair treatment and fair outcomes. That's all we need. We need fair treatment and fair outcomes in health, oh. in education, in the criminal justice system. So then it doesn't matter whether you're black, white or Asian going through mm. there, but you're going to have the same chances, like you said about the sentencing, whereas if it were a gang of young white men or a gang of young black men, that it's going to be God knows how many years on top of it. I just think that we need to have fair treatment and fair outcomes. But going back to your point, Nigel, about saying what do we want out of it and what's the end goal, I think for me in my mind, I'm kind of thinking, I've said to you in the group chat that it's like the abusive relationship kind of standing up for yourself and then, okay, I was the, the survivor, not the victim, I'm saying to my perpetrator, this isn't right, this is how I want to be treated. I think it's that kind of illusion of control at the moment, that it, yeah. that's what we me, the end goal, and it's, well, we're fighting for this, and this is what we want, but the powers that be, and those that are in control, really, the elite, so it's the haves versus the have-nots, as well as yeah. the whole yeah. division between ethnicities and black and Asian people being oppressed, but for me, it's that end goal, that, well, the elitists are still actually in control. So mm. have we really won a goal? Have we scored a goal? Do we have any success? No. I don't know how it's going to look in these next few years. I do think it's moving in the right direction. I just don't know how quickly it's going to go. <laughs> I reckon oh, yeah. it's just like, we'll start playing Monopoly and now we've started playing Sims or something, you know, we're just <laughs> like a different game, you know, like if that's what it seems like and... It's, it's just, it's, it's, it's going crazy. And going back to what Wayne was saying, I'll study, oh, sorry, I should say, um, when we're talking about like this, this black judiciary and that, imagine how, how under the microscope it would be and then how the case is going to be compared straight away uh, in this white court where this white person was dealt with, you know, he still got that sentence and the black person, even though he was in a black court, he might have got that, you know, a, a lighter sentence. Maybe black ju juries would be lighter on people because we've been so disproportionately um, targeted in the past. So maybe like almost the OJ Simpson effect where OJ Simpson was let off because there was a, a lot of black people on the jury and they were fed up of oppression. It's blatantly been said by a lot of the people who were jurors on that case. It's look, we were sad enough for seeing black people go down to go to jail. So it didn't matter if he was guilty or not. The guy was a national hero and everything. He's not going to jail. Yeah, we know we murdered her and that, whatever. He's not going to jail. Because it was almost like we didn't want another example being front page news of another black man going to jail, especially an influential one. So they the, um, the, um, the um, danger of that, though, I mean, <laughs> I don't know if you know much about Jamaica, but they have some of the harshest penalties going and they're mm. black people. And this is the thing, Wayne, you can't say, oh, well, we've got to have black police and black governments because, mate, what? so your crime, 
is as bad as his crime. I think if it was if it was a level playing field, okay, I'm not talking about mandatory sentencing, but most certainly if the black guy is getting more than the white guy and they're part of the same thing, then the question has to be asked, well, why are you giving him longer? Mm-hmm. Why is he getting longer than him? You know, if someone's getting tried and they've been done for a crime and they've got 15 years, but then the white guy's done exactly the same crime and gets five years, that needs to be questioned. Why did he get 15 years and he's mm. only got five? When they start highlighting those kind of um, inconsistencies, yeah. and it blows the whole thing up. And because you can then say, well, that judge seems to be giving people of colour a longer sentence than any, you know, other people. You can then spot it then. You can see that shows you the racism. There mm. he is in a glaring mark. Why is everyone, every black person you give five years plus, but the white guys are giving two years. You can see it. That's yeah. what needs to be unheard. That's what needs to be opened up like a can of worms so people can say, oh, bloody hell. So this is what, you know, this is the point they're trying to make. There was a black guy who died in um, Cornwall in police custody. I think it was about two years ago. I was reading about it. Um, and I think his family are going through now trying to get get answers. Um, apparently he was wandering around the streets. Oh, must have had, I don't know, he might have had some drugs or whatever. But, you know, these things are all going on. But, we aren't hearing about them to then mobilise around them, if that mm. makes sense. Um, here's one. Sorry, here's one. I didn't mean to just jump in on there, but you just reminded yeah, me what you were saying about this, the same sort of thing happening again. Um, did you hear about this, this New York officer who's been sacked, um, I think just yesterday, for an illegal chokehold a week after it's been... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I saw that. And he actually choked the guy until he, he was unconscious. That's his friend who stopped him. Stop him, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's just crazy. This is like this week. Yeah. You know, and you know what's sad to me about that? That man's obviously watched the news. You can obviously see what's going on. Yet he's still chosen to do something which he knows has caused a whole heap of flipping kerfuffle mm. for the whole bloody system. And that, mm. that, that to me is like that. Some of them people, they're not, they're not there, man. They're not there. They're, they're just functioning, but they're not thinking. They're not, they're not living. They're well, almost like machines. Sent out, da, 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 you know, I wondered that. Sorry, carry on, mate. Sorry, mate. No, I was just saying, I was finished, man. I just, I just don't, I don't understand how someone could do that. No, it's crazy. But like, like I was just going, this the same thing again. Going back to Wayne's point about having different judiciary, is kind of the same with this. What I'm going to say about this officer. This officer is obviously this is the way he handles confrontation with people. Mm-hmm. He's got like years not just training but the way he is maybe he's a bully maybe he's got this kind of thing like you know when i when i when i go and stop a man you know i frisk him and i chuck him up the wall and i just grip him and you know what i mean that's the way they certain people do it the same what was said about this judiciary thing you know like, like nigel was saying like in jamaica they, they can be just as harsh if not harsher than anybody else you know that's because you're still going to have a narcissistic judge or an incompetent lawyer or somebody who's got an axe to grind, or somebody who's got something to gain from, from playing yeah. the system. And that's not going to matter if you're in a black court, white court, whatever. Yeah, real. What we could hope for is more fair juries. So yeah. maybe there's more people amongst our peers who are in a jury, because in a com- country where we make up 9% of the population, if you're a black person, which is most likely going to be attending court, in all fairness and that, you know, if you look at the rate, the, the um, court rates and, you know, people going through the system. So then that should re- represent 50, like, you know, it should be a, a lot higher than maybe one person, if none, black people on the jury. Because like I say, when it comes to a black person committing crime, they convict, they always convict. Yeah. 90% of, convict, you know, chances they, they, in places, they, they convict. Need- 
they do, mate. I, there needs to be more colour in courts. I mean, I, I, I had to go to court with my son. And I've gone into this court and I'm looking around and I'm thinking, there's one Indian man there. Everybody else is white. Mm. The only black people who are in the bloody dock. Mm. No wonder this is set up against them from the off. Mm. And that ain't their fault. That's because not enough, enough of our people aren't striving to get infiltrated within the big... What you've got to remember is our people aren't infiltrating the bigger system as quickly as some of the other people of colour. So we are getting left behind because of some of the choices that we're making when it is time for career. No, not everybody wants to be a lawyer, but why aren't we aspiring for them big roles, mm. them 80,000, £100,000 a year jobs? Why ain't more of us aspiring for that? So, you, know, you know that you're saying that now, because I've got one more topic quickly I want to just touch on before we close the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're also thinking about, aren't, well, because we're Jamaicans, obviously, a lot of us, so we have Jamaican heritage. Do you think we benefit? Hmm? Khan. Yeah. yeah. Um, I wrote something saying, aren't Jamaicans and all people of colours whose ancestors have been removed from their natural habitat entitled to some sort of reparations and not, not just to the Americans? You know, because where did that stop? Like, because we didn't get nothing. And there might be the argument that, yeah, oh, well, your parents got invited over here, which, they were, of course, they wanted to send us back. That's not any kind of gift anyway. Listen, so we came over to, to service the the shortfall, like the windrush generation. Yeah. That was completely unrelated to anything that happened hundreds of years before. And for sure, we should definitely have some kind of reparations. And I've talked about this before anyway, where I said reparations shouldn't be just, you know, I'm going to give you as a person with black heritage, X amount of money, but yeah. infrastructure in, in black communities. Um, exactly. Our history, right. Teaching, uh, you know, giving people, where, where, the, where we fell through the gaps in society is where they should be trying to plug it. Now, that's the way we should do reparations. And I've actually got a petition online now, actually on my Facebook and that, which is actually asking people to sign up for that, which was nearly at 100,000 um, today already. Um, so that's definitely something that we should be looking into. Um, our story is just as painful as anybody else's when we talk about like there's no difference between the american slave trade and the uk slave trade the only thing is with the united states is they slaved a hell of a lot more people and they slaved them obviously in the us and that you know but this is basically what british is basically britain back then you know we were the colonies you know america is still a british colony these are our people doing this to to, to africans and that and so, so we just definitely we've lost our history like i say names every sort of like um, story that was ever told, everything that we know about our environment, ourselves, and we're trying to learn it again. And I've said this before, like, and I, I don't want to insult anybody except, um, except just to just, just, just raise basically a light to what the situation is. I think that I'm not a learned person, but I try and soak up information. And I've tried to soak up as much as I can over the years in black history, as far as what I've wanted to learn. And I know I haven't scratched the surface. I know, like I said, I'll give you the analogy the other day where I said, it's like, if we had a slice, a, 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 a big pizza and it was in 12 slices, I'd be lucky if I know a topping off that pizza, let alone a slice. Mm-hmm. And I think well, Wayne, Wayne's the man for that, man. Wayne's got a fat book there who's going to yeah. give us some education over the next couple of months, man. Yeah, man. But like I said, I want to know a lot more. I think we need to sort of... How much was it? 35 euros, man. But I'm going to get the second one too, which is another 25 euros. Uh, but I thought I can get through this Good one man. first. Make sure, make sure your kids read that, man. That's bedtime. Yeah, definitely. That. That's why I bought it. I said I'm gonna. They're gonna get a page every day until they're 16. No, <laughs> actually, the 300 pages. 
So one year now, I'm going to have to do it slowly with them. I'm going to get a page a day until they get to an age where they understand. There's other books, Wayne. Just remember that. There's other books. You know, you know, you know, you know what will happen, right? You know what will happen, right? I'll tell you what's going to happen. You'll, you'll go through it with them. And mm. then what will happen is they will then start to pick it up themselves and look through it themselves. Of course. And I that, need them to do that. Happen. Because at the moment, my daughter is obviously like, remember, I think I explained to her that she was like, oh, I don't want to be dad's colour because then people won't see me in the dark and stuff. And I was like, that's not her language. She's hearing that at school. She's even, yeah, of course, she's even always at school. Amazing things about people of your colour, you know, and, and this is, yeah. Hey, listen, you're going to be our colour. When, 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 when did she hear that? Oh, <laughs> a couple of weeks, uh, about two weeks ago, I think. I don't know, man. I've been to the school. No, 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 no. Um, she told her mom in it. She told her mom this that she doesn't well, want to be my colour. Uh, I've already been, been to the school once. Have you not? Sorry, Erica. Sorry, have you not spoken to her though? You not had a chat. I, with I've her? not. Had to, I've not. I've not addressed it at the moment. But I told my wife that if she comes to you with anything like that, I wanted to talk directly to me. I don't want to talk to the uh, the white side of her family. She needs to talk about racial Dude, issues. With mate, that was yeah. two weeks ago, man. You need to raise that, man. You need to go down to school, mate. Because like I said to you, my English teacher says that my told me my ancestors were slaves, yeah. and I didn't realize the enorm, enorm, enormity of what she said to me until about. Four years later, when I realised that the woman had been damn racist. Yeah. Now you've got you've got an opportunity. Remember, I said to you earlier about you can't change opinions, but you can educate people. Yeah. You've got an opportunity to let that school know that your daughter is hearing things of a racist undertone. What? Well, what I might you know, do? So I might school, tell you know is, is this the right school for my daughter? Yeah. And just ask the question because they'll have to look at mate. That now, nah, man, you shouldn't let that. Don't let that lie. Not from authority. Not mm. from authority. You know, is it a parent and that? Then it's okay. I'm not going to go fisticuffs, but. You know, if that is being said to her, who else is it being said to at that school? Yeah, I mean, I don't know who said it exactly, but I was like, that's not her language. Well, what, what yeah, I will do, I want to say that she said this to her mom, and I want yeah. to understand why yeah. she's saying that to her mom because yeah. she hasn't heard that at home. Exactly, terrible, mate. I, bet you, what, I bet that Bundy man. Wow, I was a bit cheesed. I thought I was like, oh my god. But what I did, what I do think I might do is I might go up to school and raise a bit of hell and say, look, I want you guys to introduce. History, black history, some sort of black history. Don't, Let people don't, know. Don't, don't raise, don't, you don't need to raise hell. You need to inform them of what she's brought home from that school. Yeah. And you need to make them aware that there's, a, you know, there's racist undertones going on and, and you'd like to understand how she's saying something which you know quite clearly she's never heard at home. Yeah. And just put them in that spot. I don't know what the school's like. I don't know what the education's like, but you have a, you have a chance there to most certainly then introduce, you know, before of introducing black history to the school. Yeah. Maybe. That's it. And, and see what they that. say. The worst they can say is, oh, Wayne, go away. You're from England. You, got, you don't matter. Or yeah. they might actually say, oh, we're so sorry. We didn't realize that this was happening. Um, mm. What we'll do is we're going to address it. And you, you might actually open something up and create change. You might can, create change. Can you imagine resistance are going to come up against uh, in this area? What, 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 resistance, yeah, what resistance, man. They'll be like, you got to teach our kids about black people. Man, no, this can't happen. We're in Germany. We've got to teach people about Germans. Mate, the thing is, it hasn't got to be a big song and dance. The thing is, they can introduce history about other people. Without, they haven't got to announce that. You know, mm. if you kick, oh, mum, I learned about some villages in Africa today. If that mum's got a, a problem with that, make her go and embarrass herself. Oh, you can't do. But the thing is, you've got an opportunity to um, affect change in that school. Don't yeah. forget, your two other kids are going to still go to that school. Yeah. Do you want your two other kids to go to that school knowing that the likelihood is they're going to come and say, oh, dad, you don't want to be the same colour as you. You're too dark. Yeah. You got yeah. a chance. Don't go up there and raise Mary Hell. Just have a, an adult conversation with someone in authority there and say, listen, yeah. she's bringing home language, which she's not hearing at home. 
Yeah. So I need to understand, you know, you know what what's going on here. You know, do you have do you have um, multicultural lessons? Do you talk about other races? Are you introducing that to the kids? You know, mm. my daughter's coming over making a racist statement about me. Mm. Well, there's only here and at home that she's there. So you know, and, yeah. and almost embarrass them. I'm just mm. I almost going along like a little bit. Oh, I don't know why she's saying this. You've got to tell me who's talking to you. I don't know. Make them talk to you, man. But seriously, yeah. mate, you could affect change there. Definitely, yeah. I would. I would definitely do that. Okay, and just we, quickly. We definitely think you need that daddy-daughter time in order yeah, to definitely. speak with her and be speak about the positives and say, "Well, I love my skin," and think about all the great things that you would want to say to her to mm. give her pride as well and boost her up a bit. Yeah, Erica, do you want to put in your Eric, do you want to put in your topic quickly? Oh yeah, so in the t it should have been in the time of the statues, obviously feeding and everything. And I've just had the battery die on me. But um, yeah, in terms of uh, statues, and obviously people are trying to cling on to history. But in terms of what's been rewritten, is it now time for us to have Black Jesus to get rid of the White Jesus? Because at the very minimum, we know that Jesus would have been an Israelite <laughs> would have been at the very minimum looking uh, kind of Asian a little bit, Middle Eastern. <laughs> so a brown Jesus. Jesus, you're gonna brown Jesus. I think black people and white people and brown people can all go. Listen, this is a compromise, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I is that is it? That no, but when you think about the like you talk about education, and there's a lot of people out there that would truly believe Jesus is a long uh, Caucasian, long blonde yeah. hair, and at the very minimum, if it was okay. He would not have been so my view on this if you think of what we've been speaking about regarding 400 years oppression slavery etc I, I watched something the other day and there's a lady a white lady a professor and she was talking about we're all the human race mm. and um she said that race wasn't a thing up until the spanish inquisition mm. and what they needed yeah. to know was how do we decide what religion people are right so if they're not white, that means they're going to be a different religion, savages. And you know, yeah. they used to go to Africa and they'd burn them if they didn't take on Christianity. So talking about Jesus, Christianity isn't our religion as a people. Yeah. When we were taken from Africa, we weren't practicing no Christianity. So Christianity to me, you know, and I'm sorry if anyone's religious, is a religion that's been forced on black people. If you think about it, um, voodoo, which is called black magic, <laughs> and it's supposed to be nasty and evil. If you think about it, that's more in line to the kind of religion that we had when our people were back in Africa. They weren't praying to no white Jesus. They weren't praying to all these people. They had their own gods, their own beliefs. Now, I've got a friend who actually does um, voodoo. She has an offering and altars, and some crazy stuff happens to her. And you're like, wow. Um, I'm not saying it's magic, but, you know, for me, when I see... Um, you know, I used to go to church a lot, and it's only recently, you know, I think back and I see the, the pastor say, don't worry, because we're going to have a better day. Our day's going to come when you go to heaven. And I thought, <laughs> so, well, hold on a second. I've got to wait until I'm dead before I can actually have a better time of my life. But this but then, is why they was apparently give it to the slaves and that they say that, you know... That's why they used time. it. Yeah. They used it on slaves to make them think, oh, well, if I can get through this servitude, I'm going to come out the other side and I'm going to, I'm going to you know, look, look at what they say to um, the, the fundamentalists in, in, in Islam. If you do something, you'll end up with all these virgins. 
Now, it was really ironic. I don't know, someone put it on a group yesterday, and there's this guy, this Asian guy, and he says, the biggest mistake that man has said to other men is that it's going to be better when you're dead. Mm. Yeah. You're yeah. going to have a better time when you're dead. Yeah. It's there's true. more you know. You could be in heaven right now and making could, the right pig's ear of it. <laughs> could, be just, could be just a black, it could just be black. The, the, the abyss. How many people you, oh, you know, yeah. waste, waste out their lives because they think, yeah, when I'm dead, everything will be better. And the reality is, it, it, it stops growth. But as I say, black Jesus, that isn't really our religion. It's a religion which was created, then rewritten by an English king to suit his own needs. It was then used by slave owners to keep slaves under the thumb. We've embraced that religion, turned it into our own thing, put our little mark on it, but it isn't our religion. And like I said before, Nigel, if we was, if slavers hated us so much, why would they even want us to have eternal salvation in the kingdom of heaven and for them to see our black faces at the end of it like, oh my Lord, man, like, listen, but why would they want to give us that religion? Why would they want to give us that freedom? And unless they think, you know, we Yo, can so that they'll be that's safe. How you, that, that's how you divided the world. Mm. Because you can go to Africa and you can see a, 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 a Muslim, a Christian, a Catholic, a Jewish, this and that and this and that. But there's no unity between them on a spiritual level because they're all following somebody else's religion. Mm. Somebody mm. else, not, not, not a black religion, it's a religion that must come from another continent. Yeah. You know what I mean? And if you think about it, we've lost what would have been what we would have hung our hats on for these years. Um, you've got to wonder why, well, you know why it was forced. It was forced. You know, they kill people in Africa if they didn't take on Christianity. They have missionaries who go there. If they, don't, if they don't convert, kill them, burn them, do this, yeah. do that. What? <laughs> what I think, I think uh, Erica's second topic was something about celebrities. Um, um, Erica, what was it? The celebrities? Uh, yeah, so this is going back to Marcus Rashford again, but... Um, Katie Hopkins apparently getting banned from Twitter. I don't even want to say a name. This That's a... This Owen. load of locusts coming down on her head anyway, man. Yeah. But for me, I'm, I'm kind of thinking on the one hand and being devil's advocate, it's like, well, free speech and there are people out there that would want to see that. But then on the other hand, I'm kind of thinking, shouldn't we just lock it down? It's Especially as we're on this movement now, not just in terms of um, oppression and fighting that, but in terms of should people be paid for spouting hatred and no. nonsense? Well, she's not... Anyway, do we? Often common misconception you know we don't have the first amendment like america does we're not allowed to have free speech we have free speech up until the point where it's deemed to be hate yeah yeah and i guess um with her as well like sometimes it's a lot of misinformation as well but she is literally the embodiment of somebody who spread it spreads hate um so you know I, I don't think she's a free speech matter i think she's a hate speech you know and we're going to ban people from spreading you know, uh, you know, Islamic fundament, fundamentalism, then we need to stop people like her who have an equally dangerous voice on the other side and that who spreads mm. a lot of hate towards these communities and other communities around, you know. And she, she, with her, she will literally do anything just to be divisive. And I find that in this day and age, and that is so dangerous because mm. we're, at, we're at breaking point. We don't need Katie Hopkins on top of anything else. 
it's interesting that you drew that comparison actually because in terms of fragile minds and who she could influence who could then turn that thought and that influence into negative actions then you're right (laughs) banned and and this is the thing and this is why you know change is a coming because exactly the same as the black boy pub katie hopkins had free reign up until this year you know, yeah. look back at her tweets from the last five years, the last 10 years, and she's been saying the same shit over and over again. But now, because of the movement, bloody hell, it's like, oh, I'll tell you what, we're going to get... So change is, change is coming. Change coming. is coming. In a so big way. people now, and there's nothing wrong with locking off some of these views. The thing is, you don't want them to go underground because you want to know what, what they're doing. But yeah. you do want to be able to, um, you know... If they, if they can't if they can't say anything positive then don't, we don't want to hear what you got to say at all don't lock you off man <laughs> yeah I was going to touch on that by saying George Floyd did not and I repeat did not put a gun to anyone's stomach pregnant woman so don't listen to Candice Owens I'm going to I swear me and, me and Simon got something cooking for her anyway hey Simon <laughs> we're going to trust me we're going we're, she's our prime target now at the moment we're going to take her down man listen man listen listen right all i'm going to say is she's a woman of color and if we're talking about unity we've even got to bring along the one she's anti now nah, she's anti now nah, now nah, we draw a line if you're not part of the solution you're part of the problem yeah, yeah. She's, she's, though, i watched i watched i watched the trump rally the other day and i was actually shocked to see at least 10 15 black faces in the crowd yeah they're, 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 they're the house. And they're, and they're, no, no, you can't say that because they're going to get treated the same way by law enforcement, even though they're Trump supporters. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. You've got to either take us all along or some of us. Someone like Candice Owens needs to go through reality and then she'll come out the other side and say, Lars, I'm, I'm and she will. being a fool. She'll get her wake-up call. Yeah, get that's her. what she needs. To be honest, it'll be when she's got her money and she's, she's sold her soul to the devil for life. Yeah, long. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. So, I got anything you want to plug quickly before you stream? Uh, no, not at the moment. Actually, yeah, yeah. I've, we've got uh, coming up on this show, uh, hopefully next week or in a couple of weeks. We've got a racing driver, Nigel. I don't know if you've seen him in the Black Home group. We've got this uh, racing driver that we cannot wait to speak to. Uh, right. I'm not going to say any more for now. I'm not going to tell you any more. All right, Erica, got anything to bless driver. us with? Uh, no, just enjoy life and enjoy your children because this time next year, if it is all back to normal, then you won't have that wonderful time with them, even with the irritations and the lack of sleep. <laughs> <Enjoy them. laughs> Alright. Nigel, hit me. Yeah, well, um, next week we have a guest called Erica Jarrett. Oh, two. Another Erica. Um, she runs a company called Pregnancy Bump Box. Um, she's a obviously a female entrepreneur. I've met her through a masterclass, and I invited her on, and she's going to come on next week. So, what I'll do, I've got a bit of blurb. Remember what we spoke about, Wayne? We want to try yeah. and get the guests booked in advance so we can start creating yeah. a bit of um, curiosity around what's yeah. going on. Exactly. Um, so, yeah, um, I've got to get in touch with us to remind her because she thought it was this week for some strange reason. Um, other than that, I've got my workshop on tomorrow. And then on Friday, I'm launching my program. So anybody who's looking for people, they're marketing. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, and uh, yeah, man, that's it. That's it for this week, man. We guys are going to see you guys next week, of course. Uh, look forward to it. We've got a guy coming on. He's going to talk about the gang, um, the gangs in the in the army. Oh, when, when's he coming on? 
Yeah, in a couple of weeks, I'm going to sort everything out. I've got another guy who's also a, he's a business guy too. This will be interesting for you as well. He's going to come on as well in a couple of weeks. I got it. Like, I just got to schedule it, man. Just, just schedule it, man. Let's schedule it. Well, and then we're, obviously, Simon's guest. We've got loads of people, man. It's going to all start clogging up soon, man. I tell you. Nah, the thing is, though, it's good. This daily. This daily. It's good to have a waiting list because you can you can pace out what gets delivered, you know, what gets published and um, promoted. All right, man, guys. Yeah, man, that's enough tonight. So dance out to the song. Oh, the song's ended. Uh, no. <laughs> Oh